Hello, world. Welcome to another week of Golf Subpar. Colt Nost and Drew Stoltz. And as you found out recently, we had some huge news with Golf Subpar. We are now teaming up with FanDuel. Sleaze, this is a match made in heaven. We love to get amongst it. FanDuel loves to get amongst it. What could be better? Now we got a little home field, a little home field advantage to go out there and get amongst it. In my unbiased opinion, Colt, you know, I'm a very unbiased individual. FanDuel, the best sports book on the planet. And to celebrate... Our new partnership, listen to this. FanDuel is offering subpar listeners unbelievable odds when they place their first bet on the FedEx St. Jude Invitational. So you can turn a $5 bet into a $150 win. Here's how you do it. Download the app or go to fanduel.com slash subpar, enter promo code subpar at sign up, and then bet on any of the following three to win. Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka or Daniel Berger, excuse me, not to win. All you got to do is bet them to finish in the top five of the tournament. If you pick the guy that finishes in the top five, you turn $5 into $150. And even if you don't pick the right guy, if you lose and one of the other two golfers finish in the top five, you still win money. So you're getting three of the best players in the field, one of which needs to finish in the top five. If you pick the right one, five goes to 150. Colt, that's the kind of odds I, I live for, bro. I love it. I mean, you mentioned these three guys. Daniel Berger, two-time champ around TPC Southwind. Absolute ATM machine. Justin Thomas, defending champion. Brooks Kepka, another winner around TPC Southwind. I mean, if one of these guys doesn't hoist the trophy, I'd be very, very surprised. But hey, all they got to do is finish in the top five and you win. So let's make a great weekend of golf even better. Don't miss your chance to turn a $5 bet into 150 bucks on FanDuel Sportsbook. Go to FanDuel.com slash subpar for more information. And be sure to use promo code subpar at sign up so they know that we sent you. Go get amongst it with FanDuel. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey. New users only. $5 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bet $5. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Get amongst it with FanDuel. This is going to be a lot of fun. We're very, very excited for this partnership. This is going to be the first of many, many weeks where it's going to we're going to we're going to try to make you guys a lot of money out there. Absolutely. And stay tuned to uh, lock into our social media. We're going to be doing some giveaways here. We got a rock form speakers, special custom rock form speaker giveaway with Colt, our little bird, birdie juice, man. Our mm. mascot is coming in. He's going to be on those rock form speakers. It's going to be a chance to, for us to give away some of those. You guys can win those lock into our social media. Stay tuned for that. Get the birdie juice out there, stamp it on the cart, throw that thing around, go, go make some tweeters while you're out there. That's our guy. Who doesn't want to rock with the birdie juice bird? You know what? Maybe we need to get like a uh, little poll out there and see if we can get a name for our bird. Ooh, yeah, he does need a name. Every great mascot's got a name, dude. Yeah, but more importantly, download the FanDuel app. Use code subpar when you sign up because we want to know that you're gambling with us. All right, Sleaze, it was a big week in the game of golf. There was two huge events, one that y'all actually know about. It's called the Olympics where Xander Shoffley was the gold medal winner. Roy Sabatini brought on the silver. And C.T. Pan, with a dramatic seven-man playoff for the bronze, ended up being the last guy standing. Congratulations to all three of those guys. What an absolute show it was. I, I, I love the playoffs, Lee, but we got to give credit to our man Xander Shoffley, guest on subpar, brought it home for the USA with an unbelievable up and down on the 72nd hole for par to beat Rory Sabatini by one. Yeah, dude, there was some drama at that thing. I stayed up as late as I possibly could trying to watch that thing live. I only made it through about the front nine of Xander before I uh, just passed out, and I had to catch the rest the next day. And when I woke up and I watched the highlights of him getting up and down, having to pitch out, and then knocking it in there to three or four feet and making it, I saw him make the putt, and I thought he'd, I assumed he'd won by two or three shots because the celebration was like nothing. I was like, oh, he probably had a little cushion there. He was like four up when I went to bed. 
And then I find out that was to win. That was to avoid a playoff. And I was like, that is the most nonchalant celebration I've ever seen for a guy probably to win a gold medal. But shout out to Xander. Uh, that's an enormous win for him. Not only to be only the second guy to win an Olympic gold, but for a long time, Colt, like the narrative has been Xander can't close. You know, it's been a while since he's won. I think you got to go back to 2019 since his last win. But it's, he's been in contention a ton of times. Seems like every single major championship, you look up, he's on the front page of the leaderboard. Hasn't been able to close one out. And I think just for his mental, just, just winning. And I know it's not a PGA Tour event. I know it's not a major championship. But just winning golf tournaments is hard. And for him to do that, to have that lead, watch it kind of shrink down to one and then close it out, I think it's big just for his psyche going forward to, to finally close the door on one. Couldn't agree more. I mean, this guy, he's one of the best in the world. If he doesn't win a major championship in his career, I would be shocked. I heard him in an interview recently talk about how he's going to put that green jacket on one day. And speaking of that, the the hometown hero, you know, Hideki Matsuyama playing in Japan. I can't imagine the pressure he felt this week. If there would have been fans out there, it would have been absolutely insane. But here he is, a chance to win the gold medal in his home country. I would love to be able to ask him, more nervous, Sunday of the Olympics or Sunday at Augusta National trying to win a green jacket? Because I bet you they're very, very close. Yeah, doing it at home. And if, like you said, if there was fans there, it would have been a mob scene out there watching Hideki. Like he went on a worldwide media tour after he won in Augusta. And I think it's, I don't even know if it's slowed down yet. And he's still just, you know, riding on the fumes of that thing at Augusta. But yeah, dude, if there had been fans out there, that scene would have been unbelievable. I'm hoping that, you know, we've had two Olympics now where golf's been featured and they've both been kind of weird. You know, the first one, there was the Zika virus and people didn't want to go down there and mess with that. Now we had COVID. We lost John Rahm and Bryson DeChambeau, two of the biggest names in the field. I mean, imagine if it was if it was Rahm and Xander coming down the stretch, how much more pub that would have got as opposed to like, Rory Sabatini, shout out to Rory Sabatini. Slovakia's very own, his, <laughs> Slovakia's child, Rory Sabatini. Uh, yeah, by way of South Africa being down there. But you know what I mean? Though we haven't had a regular Olympics yet in terms of golf. So I hope when it goes to Paris, like all this shit's behind us. It can just be normal. We can get the fans because it would have been, uh, it would have been electric out there for Hideki uh, in Japan in front of his home crowd, especially coming off the year where he won the Masters. Yeah, and I just think it's, the Olympics is going to continue to get bigger and more popular in the game of golf. I mean, you hear Justin Thomas, the way he talked about it. Paul Casey has been as passionate as anybody. And now Xander after winning. I mean, this is a big deal for these guys. You're, you're representing your country, not just yourself like you do every week on the PGA Tour. So awesome job. Congratulations to all the medal winners. And Slays, congratulations to you because you were a part of Team Arizona out in Kansas City. And y'all brought home a silver medal from what I hear. Silver medal, dude, got to say we're a little disappointed with that. It came down to the wire. And as you know, Cole, I was a little skeptical going in about the game and uh, played a practice round, suffice it to say. Wasn't the best ball striking performance in the history of golf, but then uh, came out the first day and played some real golf. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm back. I, you know, never not missing a beat. Ran into a little bit of issues there in round two. Hit some hit some weird ones. But, um, you know, all in all, a great week. Dude, it's such a fun tournament. I haven't played a lot of, like, amateur tournaments and things like that um but this was fun it was like the perfect level of competitive some some really good players you know you go out there you put the tee in the ground you want to compete but also like at night you can go have a little fun and it's not do or die like it is on in professional golf and now everybody's going back to their hotel and getting in bed and doing all their stuff there's some guys that like to get after it i gotta say we won silver north texas shout out to them they won uh, the tournament they ended up clipping us by one but the biggest win of the week goes to Team Louisiana, the Bayou Boys, Cole. <laughs> Our boy Billy Joe Tolliver was in the house yeah. with three of his fellas. We got paired with them on day one. I didn't know the other three until that day. 
and goddamn, those dudes like to get after it. And they they definitely carried the flag. If there was the the get amongst it invitational, they want it. They were uh, no no breaks on that squad this week. So mm. that's what I'm saying, dude. Like they were there more to have fun. There's some teams that are really locked in, and we we're probably somewhere in the middle. Um, we had a great time. It was a hell of a time. And uh, next year, how about this, dude? It's at Firestone. So big boy mm. yard next year. If I can grease my way onto that squad, but all in all, I was uh, fairly happy with the overall performance given the state of the game going in. All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. But by the way, Billy Joe Tolliver, national oh. treasure. We got to get him on. He is one of the funniest dudes on the planet. That's and happening. Please, this, That's yes, inked for sure. So this episode this week is fantastic. Arguably my best work that I've ever done. I'm just going to tap. You were nails, bro. You were so it. too solid. Too solid. Don't ever say don't ever say nails again. We don't say. Oh yeah, I've, sure. yeah, yeah. Never mind. That's been <laughs> that's been beaten into the ground. My bad. Yeah, don't say that anymore. But this week, you were up in Lake Tahoe. Got to get amongst it with a lot of celebrities up there. Did some interviews, and we're combining them all into one show. It's going to be fantastic. We got Rob Riggle, Joe Buck, Michael Pena, Chase Utley, Mark Mulder, the gift from God himself, Oof. and Mike Madonna. I mean, how much fun is that? <laughs> the gift the from Satan. <laughs> is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you ever man-crushed on anyone more than Rob Riggle? Oh, bro, the, the, there was... I mean, sparks were in the air as soon as we met. We actually went to dinner the night before, so that was cool. Like, just kind of randomly got hooked up there. And, and so we talked a little bit at dinner, and I was just like, yeah, this this was the one I was looking forward to. Suffice it to say, we are now best friends. I'm sorry, Colt. You know, you're right up there at the top, too. But Rob Riggle just slid in. He's near the top now. But uh, he was a really fun one to talk to. But all these dudes, honestly, I mean, I know these are, like, kind of shorter sit-down interviews. You don't get to dive into the weeds quite as much. But, like, there's some guys on here that we talked to that we really got to get into. And Joe Buck, too, man. Like, we've had him on a radio show. We've talked to him, gotten to know him pretty well. That guy is awesome. He is so fun to talk to. Like, he's got great stories. Uh, he just kind of gets – I really like him on the calls, too. I know there's a lot of – you know, you can't really believe the internet because it's mostly – nitwits out there but uh just bitching about stuff but he's awesome he was a 10 all these guys are awesome we got to get some full length you know our typical interviews lined up with a lot of these guys because they're sweet yes and you failed me on one thing because i told you you had to ask joe buck about the story how he met his wife because it's one of the greatest stories ever so we'll save that for a full length episode because i'm i'm not kidding you're gonna die when you hear how he met his wife we'll, it's great we'll get joe back he, he already said like yo have me on while i'll come on for the real deal all that stuff so we'll we'll that needs like it's a full platform a full runway for him to really lead into how that all went down all right well here it is coming to you from lake tahoe we got rob riggle joe buck michael pena chase utley mark Mulder, and mike madonna here we go all right, we got seven-time Emmy winner with us here today, sports broadcasting icon Joe Buck is in the house. How are we doing? We're doing good. Uh, played okay today, a little final practice tune-up before tomorrow, and I feel like I'm not swinging with my own arms. You, yeah. know, how that, you know how that is. You, you play golf, and it's fun when you're with your friends, and man, you do end up coming out here, and you're playing something where people are lying in the fairways, and it's... Uh, a different deal do you have the nerves like you're used to talking in front of millions of people biggest games in the world but now you're you're good at that that's what you do then you come out of here a little out of your element it's absurd it's absurd to think that you can do a super bowl for 115 <laughs> million people yeah and not feel nervous i mean you're always excited anxious you know it's great and i love doing it then you come out here and it's nerves at another level and and i think it's just because you want to 
you want to show your best. You want to, you know, not come off looking like a fool. You want to show that you can play. And it's not what we do for a living. So it's a, it's a bit foreign. And to do it where there's expectations. I, I have more expectation than anybody watching me. But it just works against me because I, you know, it, it just it changes changes everything about the way you play. Yeah, and every athlete that we have up here says the exact same thing. Like, oh, well, in football, I was good, so I was less nervous. Right. But this, I suck, and I'm literally trying not just make an yeah, ass of myself. Yeah, I mean, that, but there's there's and, and those guys are athletes. Yeah. I mean, I, I I was decent in high school. That's about where it ended, <laughs> and uh, that's why I broadcast for a living. But. Uh, I, I think at the end of the day, you know, we're out here to have fun. I, I know that I can't win, so it's silly for me to even worry about that and worry about my point total. But, you know, I've, I've finished as high as I think tied for 15th, which was the greatest athletic accomplishment in my <laughs> life. And if I can get anywhere near there again, I'll walk out of Tahoe a very happy person. They're still talking about that 15th. Oh, my here. God. The people I mean, cannot shut up about that 15th. And that's that the 15th. thing. I mean, you know, as you play, you play. Nobody cares about anybody else. You only care about yourself. 100%. And you think you would figure that out eventually, but when you're in it, you can't get over that. Well, you're so busy, too, with work. I mean, you go from football to baseball. You do everything. There can't be a lot of, like, downtime for you to actually sit down and, oh, I'm going to play four times this week. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm not playing multiple times a week. Plus, we have three-year-old twins. Uh, I've got 25- and 22-year-old daughters and then three-year-old twin boys. Wow. So I've got them coming and going. That's a and spread. It's a, that's, a, that's a spread. <laughs> that's that's a not spread, an ideal bro. spread. Math is not my friend. I'm yeah. like, they're three, I'm 52. So when they're graduating grade school, I'll be 104. <laughs> yeah. So it's really they're not They'll roll that. you in there. Yeah, they're going to roll me keep in Keep you there. young. It'll keep me young or kill me, one or the other. And, and either way, I'm good. When you're traveling and going to all the different places you go to, do you get to, is there enough time for you to bring your sticks and go play? Like, hey, I'm in New York. Maybe I can pop out and play somewhere. When I'm with Smoltz and we're there for more than one day, yeah. like when the World Series is in L.A., he can set up a golf tour better than anybody walking the planet. And we have fun. Now, it makes for a long day because the games don't start till that night and then you're going for four hours and you can't really wind down and you try to do it again the next day. But when I was doing the Cardinals on a day-to-day -day basis and you're in Cincinnati for three days, and Houston for three days, and Atlanta for three days, and San Francisco, that's when you kind of learn how to play. And that's when I was playing my most golf. Now I'm at the stage where I'm kind of, okay, when's the last moment I can get in? And when's yeah. the first moment I can get out? And I want to get back home, and I want to see my kids, and I want to see my wife. and. Uh, so there's not a lot of multiple days on the road playing golf. And you can probably do most of these shows in your sleep now, I think, with as much as you've done it. Like, I feel like you got to have it down pretty much. It, it, takes the, it takes the edge off so you can kind of have fun with it. You know, when, you're, when you feel comfortable enough to be yourself and then give information and call the play-by-play, -play, but also show personality and have just a good time, that, that makes the job ten times more fun than back when I was 27 doing my first World Series going, where the hell am I? And I'm not sure I'm ready for this. And I don't want to be found out as some fraud and some <laughs> famous guy's kid. And uh, once you get over all that, then you can have fun. And yeah, you, you, you know the basics. And then you go about just, just calling a, a fun, good game. Yeah, and it's an art, and you've got it down to a science. You're really good at it. But as a broadcaster, you're used to breaking down strengths and weaknesses with the players that are on the field, right? right? Give me the Joe Buck scouting report from Joe Buck on Joe Buck's golf game. How would you describe uh, it, ladies and gents? Good iron player. Good We're going to start with a good. Okay, good, yeah. Uh, can be quite erratic off the tee. 
and uh, has really struggled with his feel on the greens, especially out here at uh, Edgewood, because what looks uphill, it still takes off. These greens are so good and so fast and so true that for people like me with not the greatest touch in the world, it's that that's where the thing really is won and lost. And so last year when I was terrible, put it by the hole. Now you're knee knocking five footers, six footers. You miss that. Now a par turns into a double and you're dead. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. I suck. <laughs> that's the end. That, you got that's the attitude, the though. You, at least you, 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 come, you come here no expectations. I'm not trying to win. And you just go out and have a good time. I mean, and I've, if played you suck, enough, you suck. I've played enough with Marty Fish. I've yeah. played enough with Tony Romo. I've played enough with all these guys at the top. And Smoltz. I've played enough with these guys to know that I can't beat them over three days. So just who cares? Yeah. Just come out here and have a time. Right. Drink. That's it. Uh, Drinking cures is a good. lot of ill. Drinking, they're, they're, trust me, uh, I've been known. And the worse I play, the more I start to drink. And then it kind of it goes back the other way. I start playing better because I don't care. <laughs> I love that. Speaking yeah. of not caring, I got to know this because you've called so many games over your career, every different sport. You ever found yourself in like a bottom of the sixth, it's eight to zero, snooze fest game, and you're up there and you're just like, I really don't give a shit about this. This just needs to end. It, that's a fair question, um, and I'll give you the honest answer. That's maybe happened a couple times in my life, and, and it happened for the wrong reasons because I, we did the Super Bowl when Denver was playing Seattle. Yeah, I remember it. A complete blowout. And you know when there's 100 million people watching this thing, and, and it's awful, that you just, you better pull a rabbit out of your hat. That's how you think. Even though people are having fun, they're at parties, they don't really care what you're saying. But I remember being at halftime, whatever the score was, it was a blowout. And Aikman and I are talking to each other like, all right, it's Peyton Manning, for God's sake. Yeah. He's going to get this team back in the game. And second half kickoff, Percy Harvin takes it the other way for a touchdown. We're like, that's it, okay. game's over. And I, I, I remember watching that back going, I've never said how much time was left in a quarter. <laughs> like, and that'll be a three-yard run. There's now 6.55 left in the third quarter. Yeah. That's a completion to lock it for seven yards. There's now 6.21 left in the third <laughs> quarter. I just was counting down, just like, get me out of here because the game's no good and the stakes are at their highest, and you just want to kind of get out of dodge. Please, God, run the ball in every oh, play, and God. let's keep this thing thumping. Yeah, that's a, especially in a Super Bowl where you want it to be a game, and then it's you got over. it. But at least that's a Super Bowl. I would think, like, late July, St. Louis game, that you know, down one to nine, and it's a oh, snooze, no. or you got to just be like, dude, please strike so out and So there's a difference, here. too, when you're doing the local radio versus the network national stuff. Like, the network national stuff, they'll keep you hopping with promos and let's – Let's talk about the games next week and whatever. When you're doing local radio and it's 13 to 1, yeah. you, you can can't have, wait to get out. You can probably just start going and saying oh. whatever you want. People are like, what do yeah. you want from me, guys? Right. 13 yeah. to 1. That's know? right. You get what you get here. Turn it yeah. off. This thing's I mean, this, a, is, this, this is my best at this moment, and yeah. you're going to have to live with it. When you're out here with a bunch of these guys, like there's so many pro athletes and things like that, and you're calling these guys games, and it doesn't have to necessarily be out here, but have you ever said something maybe critical of an athlete, like hey, he's not good here, he has this weakness, and then run into that athlete and been like, oh, hey, hey, Thielen's a shitty route runner. I'm like, right. oh, hey, Adam, uh, no, you look no, great. I, I, I walk into these, when they have the rules meetings on Wednesdays, and I'm like, did I piss off anybody in this <laughs> yeah, crowd? that's got to be tough. I mean, I know I piss off fans. They're like, why do you hate the Giants? I'm like, I don't. Yeah, that's just going to happen. But in there, when you're like staring at CC Sabathia, who looks like he could oh my god, 
dismember you. You could. Yeah, and I'm like, have I ever said it? Okay, we're good. No, I was yeah. always good to CC. But for the most part, I mean, I realize how good these guys are. And that's when, you know, for the five years we did uh, the U.S. Open and all the USGA stuff. I, I know yeah. how hard this game is. What am I going to possibly say about whoever? Jordan Spieth about, you know, oh, boy, that, what, a, what a terrible shot that is. I, golf's hard. Sports are hard. I, you know, they're trying their best. They're not trying, to, you know, to strike out. They're not trying to drop a touchdown. They're not trying. So as long as you kind of keep perspective and how good and how hard it is to do that, I, 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 I don't go that I don't go that direction. Yeah, you do a good job of that. But you like golf is hard. Golf broadcasting is hard too. And you got in that arena for a while. How did you find that? Like you know, the first time you're out there, it's like you see Joe Buck. Like that's football guy. That's baseball guy. And well, here that, you are in the golf world. How did you find uh, doing that coverage? I, I remember we did practice uh, broadcast from 2014 at Pinehurst, and I got the DVD. It was Greg Norman to me, and I went home and I played it for my daughters. And my youngest, who's my best critic and my most honest, was like, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> and she's like, it sounds like you're doing baseball or football. And then yeah. I, initially I was like, go to your room, you're grounded. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? She's right, because it, it needs a different tone. You cannot be loud. You can't be, because when you talk and you're doing an NFL or an MLB game, it's, it's, it's kind of louder than normal conversation. Yeah. Golf does not need that, want that. And so you have to tone it back a little bit. And, and that was hard for me to learn. And then the whole idea that, you know, when I go to a baseball game or a football game, I'm in the best seat in the house. I see everything in front of me. Yeah. Golf, if I want to look at any piece of the golf course, it's behind me. And if and I'm going to, let's see, you know, you're hearing in your ear, we're going to four at speed putting for birdie. Well, I'm not there. I, so I'm going off other people's information. And, and so it, can't, it comes at you a lot faster than anything else. And you would think it would be really slow, but it's not. When you're broadcasting, it's really quick. That's why I watch Nance and all the guys, you know, Dan and all yeah. the guys that do it regularly. And I'm like, that's a real skill that I, I started to feel good with it after a few years. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad they're doing it's it. It's different. It's like there's 18 different games going on right, at yeah. a time as opposed to one. But did you do you enjoy doing the Oh, golf? I loved it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just love being around golf. And, and I'll hit balls all day if, if, you know, my wife loses her phone or I lose <laughs> mine and nobody's, you know, yelling at me to get home. I, I just love being around the driving range. And I love being around watching guys strike the ball and hearing of what, what they're working on and, 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 you know, I, I've I said it a bunch of times. I've never played baseball at Yankee Stadium. I've never run pass patterns at uh, Gillette Stadium. But I've played Oakmont, yeah. and I've played Pebble Beach, and I've played Shinnecock, and I've played these places, so I know how difficult it is. And then to be able to sit there, watch them attack these golf courses, it was... Uh, it was really fun. It was really fun for me. Yeah, it's the only thing where you can compare yourself directly to the best yeah. in the world. Like, I played that hole from that same tee box, right. and I hit it over here. Now, you right. can, you, I can't say, like, oh, last time I played the Lakers, I scored right, yeah. 22. You exactly, know? Like, yeah. It's the only thing you can do. Oh, I comparison. hit that ball out of Yankee yeah. Stadium. Like, I went to yeah. the power alley. I hit it about 410. No, yeah. you're like, yeah, I played back because when we would go to these media days, we'd play the tour, like, the pro tees, and it's it's visually intimidating. And the care, the force carries, and where you have to hit the ball, and I'm playing with, you know, McCarron early, and McCarron can still bomb it. Yeah, he hits it good. Uh, you know, Faxon, Faxon doesn't hit it a mile, but he's going to make it up on the greens. And so, you know, you're comparing yourself to even the guys I'm broadcasting with, let alone the young guys that are still playing. And 
uh, it's just, it's not, it's a different game. And you're a good enough golfer to have perspective to kind of totally. explain it in golf terms, which I think is huge for the golf crowd, the Twitter, whatever. Like they're used to having it presented a certain way and yeah. God forbid you use some different terminology and they're used to, it's not called that, it's called, you know, right. the cut line or if you call it something different, they're gonna be like, no, you know. and you gotta, yeah. And, and so I had that, like if you, if you asked me to go call a soccer match, yeah. I'd have to learn a new Problems. vocabulary. Yeah. The pitch, but, it's but, called a pitch. Yeah, the pitch, yeah. right. So it's a pitch, not the field. It's the, <laughs> But when you do the USGA stuff, that's also, it's not the driving range, it's the practice tee. It's yeah. not the tee box, it's the teeing ground. It's not the... It's not the hazard, it's the penalty right, area. Yeah. It's I like, mean, what are so we doing? It starts locking you up, and it's like, wait, am I am I saying this right? Is Because you just want to go, hey, uh, whoever, uh, I don't know, Daniel Berger's walking up, he's back on the tee box. Oh, wait, no, I'm not supposed to say tee box. Yeah, and all it's that, just, yeah. you know, I... I'm, I'm glad again. I'm glad that others are doing it, and I, I just get to watch it and and admire it. It's a different animal, but you yeah. do a good job in the arena that oh, you're in. You. But the, Brooks and Bryson getting a ton of pub right now for this little feud, you know, going back and forth. Who's the Joe Buck rival this week? The one guy you want to beat at the ACC more than anyone, or it would pain you to lose to this person. Yeah. You got one, or do you want to start one right now? Do you want to start yeah, a beef? Yeah, I think we should start one. Who do you want to attack? We'll blow this up. Mulder, he needs someone to hate on him. He's, Mold, I mean, he's perfect. You're I mean, a St. Like Louis a perfect, guy. So is, is Mulder like the perfect human he being? He is literally created in a lab. He's yeah. beautiful, big, strong, good yeah. at every sport. He's walking around. He's like young. secretariat walking around. Like he he's is. secretariat with a golf club. Yeah. Uh, so he pisses me off. I mean, I don't like him because of Cut that. Cut that. We'll use that right yeah, there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You want to say some more yeah. Mulder stuff? He stinks. His well, breath stinks. Bad breath. Yeah, obviously. Always known for that. Yeah. Um, I got nothing else. But he's, he's too good to be like, a, you know, he's, he's, gonna, too good he's, and he's out here hitting balls right now. probably double me on, on, on points. That should so. be the bet. He has to double you or you win. Yeah, he, can, he won't double That's me. That's the line. He won't double you. He might double me. It's possible. <laughs> he can double me. But we'll see. All right, we'll last see. question. You got seven Emmys, like I said. Would you trade one for the stars to align and Joe Buck becomes the ACC champion? I would trade. So now you have six Emmys and one ACC. I'd trade all of them. You give all of them away? Yeah. God, that's a man that loves the game. Well, I'd trade all but one. Keep one. Because when you've won one Emmy, you're Emmy award winning. You know, it doesn't matter how many you've won. So I'll keep one. I'll keep half of one, and you can have the other. Seven you know. does sound good. Like Tom Brady, seven times Super Bowl champ. That sounds right. pretty good, other than just Super Bowl champ. You're no, a seven that's time true. Emmy guy. That's true. You know? But by the same token, I would have so much pride in myself and so much street cred at home and so much, I'd become an asshole. And think of what you could do on the broadcast, like, and here's so-and-so. I, yeah. by the way, whooped his ass right. and so oh, he sucks. Well, the one year I finished fine, I was like, okay, I beat whoever, uh, Chris Chandler. I beat, you yeah. know, like a, a whole grouping of quarterbacks. Yeah. I was like, and Adam Thielen scores a touchdown. By the way, I beat him by right. 14 yeah, this exactly. week. He's, he's exactly. All right, well, I respect that. It's a man that loves the game. Joey, yes. appreciate you coming that on, man. Awesome. You're the best. Thank, Thank you. you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, we got one of the busiest men in Hollywood with us here today. But this week, taking a little time off to compete for the title here in Tahoe. Michael Pena, what's up, my man? What's going on, bro? I'm not gonna. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to win, but like, you know, if I could break maybe, you know, the top 20, I'll be, I'll be happy. All right, well, give us a little background on the golf. You say you're not going to win. We'll talk about that later, but what's, what's the status of I'm your gonna game? Win handicap, in here, dude. all that. I'm going to win in here. That's right, in the so heart. I'm a, I'm a four handicap. I play out of Lakeside in uh, Burbank, California, and then I play out of uh, Pelican, which is Bel Air. Yeah. It's a really great course, uh, Bel Air, Florida. They host the LPGA event, the, you know, Pelican Invitational. 
Dude, a four Annie, with how much you work, like I was looking up all your movies that you've been in, all, I mean, it is a page long. I feel like you're constantly working. So to maintain a four, like, do you get to, do you get to play golf when you're out working, making movies? It's a, it sounds better, you're making it sound better by <laughs> maintaining a four. It's like, that's I'm, pretty, it's not like that's I'm scratched, pretty good, dude, though, you know dude. I mean, I mean, it ain't that far. You're like but. maintaining an 18 handicap. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, like, I've, I've kind of had the same, uh, you know, I, I work with Dana Dalquist yeah. probably the most out of um, anybody else. I'm like, obviously, like, if I have, like, three months, you know, where I'm working, I'm playing somewhere or like, you know, like when I did Narcos Mexico, um, I'll get like a, you know, I'll get a, a lesson from the local guy and stuff and just to make sure, because my alignment, for some reason, I'll, I'll, you know, stand closed and then my shoulders are open and it feels totally square. It's it, it's the weirdest thing, but it, that's been happening to me forever, so. Get Dana, get, 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 keep some tabs on it? Oh, Dana, yeah, I send him. How often do you go see him? Um, dude, I've, it's been 15 years, dude. Like, um, so maybe even longer. I don't know. But I'm like, I, I talk to him all the time. And uh, it's, it's always cool to talk shop with him. He's, he's so into it. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He told me when you, when you first started working with him, you, were, you showed up like 12, 13 handicap. And he said within a year with how competitive you are, you were down to like a four or five within a year. Dude, it was That's a, a pretty big jump. It was actually like stack and tilt thing. Oh, were you um, doing that? Dude, it was, I don't know why people were crapping on it, but like literally I was like, <laughs> I went from a 12 to a two with stack and tilt. And then for some reason, well, I was actually, you know, going on my right side and more, doing more like a counterfall, like a baseball kind of a thing. And uh, for some reason I, I moved away from it. And then, um, you <laughs> and might be the poster boy so for good. stack and tilt. Cause Maybe, a lot of people dude. went through it and then oh, went yeah. away from it. Dude. Couldn't get it stacked? up in the air, little hooks. Remember that, dude? All that. Oh, yeah. Are you stacked? Oh, yeah. Are you, yeah, the commercials, <laughs> yeah, they dude. were incredible. I'm like, let's go, dude. You got a cool story about how you, like, first got into golf, right? It wasn't until you started working, you were out on your first acting gig, I think? Yeah, so um, Jack Lemon and James Garner were talking about it all the time. I was like, what is this? And then, so that was my first introduction to it. And then they kept, you know, every actor and musician, because I'm a musician as well, you know, they were all talking about it. I was like, you know what, dude, I'm going to go and... So I forgot where I was, but I, I went to this range uh, in the middle of nowhere. I was doing a movie, and there was a VW Bug a hundred yards away, and the dude. Like ten cup. Yeah, and, stuff, and, yeah. And, and and the dude that was manning the driving range said, "Look, man, if you can just hit that there, man, you'll be good." And it took me seven buckets to hit that damn VW. <laughs> to hit the bug. And then I was like, dude, and then it, you know it went five buckets and three buckets. Yeah. And I just got so frustrated. I was like, dude, you gotta be kidding me. And um, and I was hooked from then on. And so I've been playing that was for like one, years. one range sesh, and then you're, you got the bug. No, it was a week. Oh, a week long? I, it was like seven seven buckets and five buckets to hit that thing. And then I was, it was a, like after a week, I was able to, even if it was a skull, and that it counts. hit. It, I, it that counts. It counts. I got, that I counts. went home. Yeah, yeah exactly. No points. Uh, so now when you're home, if you're not working, you're out in LA, you, like you've mentioned some of the places you play, who are you playing with? You got buddies, just regular dudes that you like to go out and play with? Are you playing with other actors? What's yeah, I mean, dude, it's really like at Lakeside, like it's um, it's all types of people, you know what I mean? There's some people that are construction, like it's a great track, it's a great group of friends, you know, and I just, I just show up and I don't even make a tea time, dude. I just... That's you know, the best. I just show up and I was like, who wants a game? And it, there's always a game there. And then same thing with Bel Air. Um, and then I have a bunch of friends. I, I play um, in Florida. I play with uh, Kyle Kendrick, um, you know, Doc Rosen. Mm -hmm. He's like, this guy's like the quietest dude, but he's like a great putter. And Vinny LeCavier, who's like, who was on the, you know, the Lightning, who just actually won the Stanley Cup. But he, he won it in 2004. So those are my buddies there. Um, and Donald, I mean, I, I mean Carver. 
And so those guys, so I have like everywhere that I go, like I have a group of buddies that Got I just play click. with. Even if it's for 20 bucks, it's something. It's like you're paying for so entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have something out there. You gotta have something. Yeah, 100%. All right, we got Olympics coming up. I need you to make right now, if the, Olympic, if the US was gonna send a Hollywood Olympic team, golf, you get four guys, top four guys in Hollywood and golf right now, who would it be? Um, it would probably be, let me see, Timberlake. What's oh. his handicap right now, do you think? Uh, you gotta be close, right? I think he's a three, maybe a two. So you're right there. Something like that. No. No, you're four. Dude, it's like a pyramid, dude. Like the 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 you know there, you got to put in so much work. It's more like an inverse pyramid. You got to be that much better. You know, any pros are this much better than a scratch. It's a jump. It's a jump. It's a huge three jump. to four. You're in the ballpark. All right. I'm so in Timberlake's the on the squad. Timberlake. Uh, let me see. Uh, Wagner, of course. Right. Um, I'm gonna say. Um, who's a who's a trumpet guy? Trumpet guy. Yeah, he's mm. like you know the, the plays the flute and he's the jazz flute. Yeah. Saxophone. Kenny. Kenny G. Kenny G. Dude. Oh, okay. I heard. Oh yeah, he's always in. Uh, I heard he's fire, dude. I don't know. Is he's he, always up in um, Pebble and doing yeah, that is deal. Yeah, I mean, I he's think supposed he's to be scratch. he's supposed to be scratch, right? I mean, he's got rhythm. The tr is he play this? I thought he was like a saxophone guy. I don't know. He probably, I think he actually plays everything. Dude, that's not my, my style <laughs> No, you dude. lost me with the trial. It's like, dude, right. I was like, John Coltrane. Dude, no, who doesn't know. pump Kenny G, dude? Yeah, yeah exactly. I don't yeah. want to know you if you don't blast Kenny. And then who else? Um, what other? So there's two. Or no, you got three. Wags, Timberlake, Kenny G. Are you in the running? I mean, are you at Olympic trials? I don't trials? think so, dude. I'm not even at Olympic trials, Like dude. a backup? If one guy goes down, maybe? No, I'd be like a backup dancer. Oh, okay. I mean, Timberlake could use those. Yeah, exactly, you know, dude. Was, like, that's not a bad living. Alfonso Rivera, dude, yeah, he's, exactly. he's, he's in there, too. I think, uh, I mean, some of the guys here, you know. Yeah, there's some good ones. Marty Fish. He's good. We kind of, he's, I would call him an athlete instead of a Hollywood guy. What about yeah. Wahlberg? Is Wahlberg in the running? Wahlberg, I think, is in the running. What's he's pretty good. What's his digit? Um... I don't know, but he plays so quick. That's his that's, digit, I dude. I love like, that. It was, I mean, I'm talking about an hour it and a half, dude. Yeah, so everyone has their own cart. Just dude, that dude, uh, he's, he's he like. He gets it. I did a movie with Shooter uh, yeah. with him 17 years ago, and he kind of, to be honest, you introduced me to, like, country club stuff, and I was like, whoa, I've never, it does, you know, where the, the grass, it doesn't even look real. And he took me out, and I, <laughs> I had to chuck it, dude, but we're. You know, he does, he he can complete a lot of cycles in one day. He dude. got a lot of shit going dude, on. He, he got, got to we'll get up shit. at 3 a.m. and work out dude. and make 10 movies. And, and he and works out golf. before the snooze button. And probably dude, goes I back and does, works out. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He, he's got to work out for, for his pre-workout. Yeah, he gets, he ain't missing he many out. days. He's got a bicep on top of his yeah, bicep. Yeah, his veins too. are coming from places. For I don't great. even get it. Um, what about Larry David? I need to know a little about Larry David. Larry David. Big fan. He works with Rondo Barrio at the, at the, um, driving range I used to go to, which is awesome. Uh, a lot of his guys, he was talking about, you know, swinging left long time ago. And because he crushes the, you know, he used to crush about 300 yards. And you're like, wow. How he did still you do hits that? it. Yeah, I've seen some videos pop up. He still yeah, moves it. Yeah, he, huh? he has that that Rondo Barrio swing. Yeah. Who yeah. I follow on Instagram, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, that's the an Olympic squad. So that's the team. We're going to trot, David, we're gonna trot over David there. We need LD there as maybe like the minister LD. of culture pretty, or whatever. Pretty good, right? <laughs> exactly. All right, I got to hear the story because I know you got a highlight of your golf career potentially. I think it's called the Celebrity Cup. Is it at Riviera and you're on Team Tiger? Oh, yeah. Something goes down on the last hole that you did. Can you tell us that? Dude, so uh, someone was just talking a bunch of poop. I forgot who it was. Poop talker. It, yeah, I think it was, um, I don't know who it was. And they're like, he's going to miss it. And it was for birdie on the 18th. Last hole of this match, Last which is hole, like, dude. it's Team Tiger. And other it's guys. cold. 
And of course, you got the adrenaline pump it, so I pump it out there like at least 240. Of course. And so, no, <laughs> <laughs> um, by the way, by the way, interesting story. Um, um, uh, Bubba Watson, I told his caddy, I was like, you know, I hit it like 250. He's like, you don't hit it 250, bro. And I was like, yeah, I got to see. Who said that? Bubba said that yeah, or the Bubba's, caddy? Bubba's caddy. I was okay. like, I, yeah, I, I hit it 250. I was like, I hit it longer than that, but I was like, he's like, you can't hit a 250, dude. Bubba Watson bet me his watch. I couldn't hit a 250. I get on the, the track, man. The first drive is 267. And then Tiger's like, I don't know. You did lose. You did say you were going to give him the watch. Yeah, that's a bet. I said, I'll bet you whatever you want, especially with adrenaline, dude. I was like, yeah, yeah. sure, easy. So where's gave the, it to I don't dude. see it Never on you. Gave it to you. Give so, it to you. So that was before the match. And then this is to win the match for Team Woods against Team Bubba. And I sunk a, like a 15-foot birdie putt. Uh, to win it for us. And Tiger's out there, right? Oh, man, it was the best. Uppercut, dude. all it was that. The upper, you pay homage. I, I, did, I did the uppercut, yeah. the, like, the stutter, stutter. And then, ah, I did the, the glory chant. Mm -hmm. uh, and, dude, it was probably the, that and the hole-in-one were probably the best golf stories I have. What's the, the hole-in-one story? Oh, so I was, this was maybe 12, 13 years ago. I was playing uh, for the first time in front of cameras, which is different. It's way different when somebody, when you're there and some camera guy just posts up and he's right Start there. Start thinking just, about your swing. Yeah. Just like, you're like, whoa, dude, it's, it's worse than a mirror, you know? Like, it's just going to go on for eternity. I hit it so bad that the, the divot slow, did a slow fall onto the ball. And I was like, dude, I'm out. I'm out. I just picked I up and quit. I quit. And then I, I had one of those Napoleon Dynamite moments where... It was like 140 yards, and I'm like, I'm gonna make this, man. I swear to God, I'm gonna make this. <laughs> and that was the clearest I ever did. I'm like, I hit it, and it and it went in, one hopped in. Right after the divot goes over the ball, dude. I'm, no, on the, on the second no, yeah, the, like, part three, the not next on that hole. one. Yeah, no, on the next yeah, hole, the same been, round though. Yeah, exactly, yeah. The same round. It's a nice jump. And I totally redeemed myself, and I was just so out of it that I that I went <laughs> I went into the to the gallery, and it took me forever to get it out of the hole. They're like, Mike, where'd you go? And I was like, I don't know, dude. Can't, I can't feel my legs. It's down. Yeah. It's so awesome. Any, is that your only one? You got one? I got five. You got five. Shit. Well, because also. Forget the other When four. I talk to pros. No, but here's the thing. When I talk to pros, I'm like, we get like 135-yard par threes. They get like 230. You got two, 230, Well, they also 200. play golf every single day for their whole lives, and you make movies and then show up. Well, so dude, you need a little a bit harder, of a difference. It's a lot harder to, hit, to get one 200, 200 yards away. True. If we had 200 yards away, there would be no hole-in-ones. Very good point. Yeah. Well, you got one out here this week. You got a few other cracks. Go get you one this week. Good luck to you. And, hey, if, if nothing else, get that $250,000 watch from Bubba. Let's go. You owe him, bud. All right, I got an NHL icon with me here today. He is a former Stanley Cup champion, and this week he's trying to become American Century champion as well. Mike Madonna, what's going on, my man? How are you, man? Long good. time. Long time. You been 20, good? 12 hours or so. <laughs> How you been? Everything good? Everything's great. Life's good. Family's good. Golf game, you know. Let's talk about that right now because <laughs> I've played a lot of golf with you. I think you're one of the most talented celebrities in this field, period, including all the guys that have won it. How have we not won this thing yet? I'm I, betting on you every year. I think it's the five inches between the years. <laughs> It always comes down to that. So, but you always feel good coming into this, and this just kind of puts you back to reality and just tests your game in all aspects. But having to hit a shot under the gun where you just don't drop one out of the pocket and hit again, you know, it's 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 a challenge. So you try to get prepared as much as you can. But you know, I'm not a big Poana Green fan, so we come from Whisper yeah. Rock Greens or Victory Ranch from I mean, Utah. I mean, it's glass, and then you got to deal with Poana. So. Right there, I'm already thinking about it like a month ago. It's already in my head, so I'll, you know, it's, it, I feel it's like a no-win. 
let's talk about the five inches between the brain you're just talking about. Because like I said, I've played a lot of golf with you. Talent-wise, it's top-notch. But then there are times where maybe a shot doesn't go exactly where you want it to go. This thing starts going, and there's some, there's some negative self-talk that, that is, is elite. It's, it's a special level. It is. How, how is that going? Uh, it's still the same. Yeah, it's still it's the still, same. Okay. Still top notch. I think it's that locker room talk about you know a bunch of hockey guys. That's I think that's what we we've got a vocabulary that's pretty thick with uh, some good words and that comes out usually in the golf game and you've heard it before. Oh, so it uh, it can just go on for hours. So uh, yeah. So one thing leads to another. Then the the words come out. Then I'm then I'm gone. It is it's a tail special. Spin. It is a special type of rant you can go on. Do you think that comes from like, you're one of the best hockey players to ever play the game. You're top of you know, your class in that sport. And then you go play golf. And so you're used to being perfect out here in hockey and you come to golf and, and you're not perfect. You're really good. But is that just, is that the way the brain reacts to that? Probably. I think there's always a level of expectations, especially the amount of time I put in this, yeah. this game. I mean, yeah. So you feel like it's going to give you something back at some point. It never does. When yep. you sit around waiting for it, some, some type of uh, um, correction or some type of you know, idea that you got this thing figured out, it just slaps you again. So, Plus, I've been around some guys in the game that had some better vocabulary than I did. So I've <laughs> learned a lot from some good guys. So they've had some good rants, guys that basically are on the ice just for the rant and, and trying to get under guys' skin. So I've had a... Uh, a front row uh, experience to some good rants on the ice that, that I've kind of remembered, so I'd take that to the golf course. I would like to meet those guys. <laughs> if there's, a, if there's <laughs> another right tier from you, I would you like would to meet those, those guys. guys. <laughs> you think part of it is coming from a sport like hockey where you get pissed off in hockey, you go hit somebody, you go check somebody, you can mm -hmm. do whatever, you can take out some aggression. And then in golf, if you do that, pretty much it's like counterproductive. It brings you backwards. Is that, do you notice like hockey players having a tougher time with some of that maybe? Because there's nothing to take it out on. Absolutely, I think we have a tough time controlling our emotions and trying to swallow what we just did and let it go and move on. We just want to figure out what happened, why did it happen that way, why did the ball go that way, and fix it on the next shot. And then, uh, you know, you're a couple over, then you want to get, you know, two under in the next two holes and you're like, so it compounds, you know, the harder you press the game, the worse it gets. So you have to learn to relax, take the shot and move on. There and, we go. Uh, that's taken me like 20 something years. So there's some growth, it's, it's, there's some Mike Madonna growth here. I'm seeing. It's We're not coming happening. a long way. <laughs> We're coming a long way. All right, I gotta ask you this, because there's a lot of quarterbacks out here, uh, a lot of pitchers and a lot of hockey players. Which sport produces the best golfers? It's hard to say, I thought, I thought I think pitchers right now out here, they're pretty, some pretty solid golfers. I mean, uh, you got uh, Glavin's pretty good, obviously Mulder. Um, oh God, Smoltz is good, Smoltz is right up David there. Wells. They got some David good pitchers. Wells, Maddox used to really be a good player for a long time. So I think it's those guys, they play every six days in the summer. They take their bags on the road. I mean, they got it made. A starting pitcher, got, that's the best gig in sports. It's the I best. Think. And so... Um, there used to be a handful of good hockey players, Brett Hall, you know, Jeremy Roenick, uh, uh, Joe Pavelski, who's here, um, Joe Sackett was really good, Marty Brodeur. A lot of so good, Clayton Keller's hand, good right now, yeah, Clayton Keller. Um, handful of guys that are really good players uh, that would be, uh, um, that could uh, do something special out here too if they were here. Yeah, there's a, those are kind of the three sports that produce them. Do you have a, like Brooks and Bryson getting a lot of attention right now with the rivalry, right? That's a big yeah. deal in golf right now. You got one out here. Anyone, a guy you want to beat more than anyone? Maybe some side wagers? Uh, I think you always want to be the guy that, the leader in your sport, you know? So we only have two other hockey guys, right. so, um, but Joe's a good player. But uh, yeah, you always, I kind of always would like to, I think for a while, I was 
finishing top 10, so a couple top fives. So it's, it all comes down to the wedges and getting it close and trusting the greens. But uh, yeah, nice to slap Tony around a little bit too. Yeah, you could use, you could use a little I slapping. I had a long time ago. This you could use better. a little slapping right now. <laughs> uh, you're a very competitive guy, clearly. Um, but there's kind of two tiers out here when you get to this tournament. There's the guys that kind of put their head down, grind, want to shoot a score, trying to win the golf tournament. And then there's guys that want to have a few pops, have a good time, and I don't really give a damn about what I shoot. I'm just here to have a good time. Where would you say you fall in that spectrum? I think as I've gotten older, I've kind of fallen in the middle. You know, I think I've, my expectations totally exceeded my uh, results all the time every year. So I've learned to kind of pull back and just enjoy it. The weather, everything's great about Tahoe. It's beautiful here. And uh, yeah, I've kind of learned to, you know, we're away from the kids. We got Not five bad. days going solo, which hasn't happened in about five years. So we're kind of sleeping in and enjoying that. So it's, it's, I'm kind of finding a good balance there. Yeah, a little happy medium yes. there. Who are the guys that when you show up, maybe not your best buddies that you see all the time or play with, but who are the guys you look forward to seeing the most and catching up with, grabbing a drink, whatever, when you get here? Uh, Jack Wagner, especially. I've seen Jack for years out here. I've started coming in the late 90s, and so we spent a lot of time together. Um, Brian Baumgartner, good friend of mine. Uh, we had a lot of fun here. So uh, it's good to reminisce. You just see a lot of familiar faces. Joe Theismann, I mean, the list goes on forever. Derek Lowe, good buddy. Um, that we seem to just, everybody just seems to pick up where we left off here. So always a good bunch of guys. Ray Allen's a great, solid guy. I haven't seen Strahan in about 10 years in the Hamptons. He's a good guy, he's a lot of fun. <laughs> you recognize um, him this year with the teeth? He's hard to, <laughs> he might be under the radar. I know, I know. But uh, you can't miss Trey. But um, yeah, a lot of fun, good dudes, so it's fun. I saw that Ray Allen on the range yesterday swing. I'd never seen it in person, it's on video. I was blown away. It's good. And it's just like, it's, it's so smooth and silky, it looks effortless. He was trying to explain uh, power words yesterday on the range that he used when he did free throws. Power word? Oh, yeah. what's that, like make your brain work? Yeah, trying oh, to calm the brain, dude, that's your get guy. in your zone. So I was eating off him. Yeah, so forget I'm... Rotella and all these nitwits, go to Ray <laughs> yeah. Allen. Rotella's out, Ray Allen's out. Like... He'll get you correct. Um, <laughs> With all you've accomplished in your career, would you feel like your career is not finished until you win an ACC title? <laughs> all the points leading, all the Stanley Cups, is this the one trophy that's eluded you? It is. It's the one that just grinds me every year. We gotta wait another 360 days for it again. So we just sit and just fester over it all year long. And then for two months you grind and think you got it figured out. But yeah, it's the one that's eluded me forever. I'd be, I would be content I could, could shut finally it down fill and that finally void just, in the trophy case. Yeah, that's that what you need is another trophy in there. <laughs> All right, give me a prediction right now. You're going off, I believe, at 30 to one. I'm inclined to put down a little wager on you. Good bet, bad bet for this lease. Mike Madonna, 30 to one. It's a good bet. Good bet. Yeah. Say no more. 31. I need nothing. Yes. This could be the year, dude. I got a good feeling about you this year. I'm feeling good. Get All right, baby, good go start. get him this year. Right. Thanks for the time. Thanks, bud. You got it, dude. <laughs> we just all right, we got 16-year MLB veteran, six-time All-Star, World Series champion, part-time actor on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Chase Utley is in the house. How are we doing, brother? Doing well. How are you? I'm solid. Yeah. Got to start off with this Always Sunny deal because I'm a huge fan of the show. They were loving you for years and years. How'd that come about that you finally like went on a show? I love those guys. Uh, randomly, they, they reached out and asked if I would go on it as long and Ryan Howard, uh, and we were like, absolutely, we love the show. Uh, so we went on it, and the guys were great. Um, they were. They made us feel like we were in our element, which yeah. we were completely not in our element. But they were clowning around the whole time, having a good time. Made us feel at home. Uh, it was a great experience. I thought you had pretty nice acting chops for for a rook up there. I mean, I don't know what I was doing. Everyone was laughing. It's perfect. It's uh, like this. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah. perfect. 
more out of your element. First tee here in front of fans. I know last year you played, there were no fans. Right. There will be fans this year. Or first time you stepped on the set, they're always sunny. Here. More nervous. Here? Here, for really. sure. Really? Well, because you have the ability to actually hurt somebody here if you hit True. A, a stray shot. Our producer almost just took a shot to the head from CC uh, Sabathia. No, yeah. Justin Tuck. Yeah. Literally went I right by. the footage. You saw it? Yeah. Near death. He still has his teeth. Near death. Well, let's talk about your game. What's the handicap right now? How much are you playing? Handicap is getting lower. It's, you know, four or five index, um, and which is. It's good. It's, it's decent. Yeah. It's decent, but I feel like it can, it can get better. But again, I can still, you still have that crazy shot here and there that, you know, puts you back a bit. But I, I, I love golf. It's so much fun. I like the competition of it. I like the grind and like trying to figure out different shots. Um, I've played a lot since I retired three years ago, but not enough. I need to get out there a little bit more. What's not enough? I give you, nothing going on during the week. How many times do you play? I, I think two or three times is a good, good amount yeah. to play. Right now I'm at probably one and a half. We're getting there. We're and you play at Bel Air, right? Which Bel -Air. is one of the best places you could possibly play. Beautiful you got a good course. crew out there of like guys you play with? Great crew. Uh, they like to have a lot of fun. Uh, beautiful course. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, there's no better place in the world out there. Well, tell us about your golf games. You're always considered like a hard-nosed, gritty, blue call, whatever you want to call it on baseball. How does that translate to your golf game? It doesn't game? really translate Same. at all. You're more pretty and just kind of... Definitely not pretty. <laughs> just try, try to keep, keep it in play. Uh, that's, that's my motto. Uh, it's actually funny. I, I batted left-handed in baseball, yeah. but I can't even hit a golf ball left-handed. That's so what I, I would have thought. I, I golf right-handed, yeah. um, and it is what it is. Um, I wish I could figure out how to go lefty, but I think it's a little late for that. Maybe. Maybe yeah. so. Maybe a little bit. Are you like a take lessons, I want to get better, work on it, all that, or you just go out and play I, and figure I, it out? I've taken a few lessons. One from Pat Perez. He oh, gave me a lesson on it. What better from, mentor yeah, than And he Pat. made it sound so easy and so simple <laughs> as he's explaining what to do. Yeah. And I go out and try to do it. And on the range, it actually worked. And then I try to implement that um, over the next week or so. And it was a total debacle. Yeah. Complete Pat's, debacle. Uh, He's not going to overcomplicate anything for you. I'm not sure. I think he was you. totally messing with me. <laughs> Just teaching you all the wrong shit. I think shit. so. I think yeah, so. that's what you want to do. <laughs> well, what's your level of, like, this is only your second one you've played right. in. When you show up here, what's your level of seriousness? Because there's some guys here who want to win the golf tournament, compete, post the scores. Some guys just want to have fun, drink, get after it a bit. Where, where would you say I, I, you I'm fall kinda, there? I'm kind of in between. I, I, I want to try to do well. I know that I'm not going to win the tournament. Um, but I also want to have a good time. So it's a fine line of mixing a good time with trying to play some solid golf. And really, you know, having great interaction with the guys that either I've played with or or know from watching on TV and, and get to meet those guys and pick their brain. And it's a great experience. Who are those guys that when you show up here, like, I'm looking forward to hanging out with that guy who I haven't seen in a long time? I mean, last year I, I played with Jimmy Rollins, my ex-teammate, yeah. Shane Victorino, I played with today. So seeing those guys who I haven't seen for a few years is, is nice. Um, see, you know, watching, play with Roger Clemens, who I grew up watching pitch. Um, Greg Maddox, who I, I faced a, a few different times, and also watched him dominate uh, before I got to the big leagues. Uh, those are just uh, to name a few. Does that give you more joy than anything? Is beating pitchers in golf that you used to have a hard time with when you were going up against them in baseball? <laughs> I, I'm really competing against myself. I'm not really competing against those guys. Um, but it's always nice to, to get the upper hand. What about guys you maybe haven't met that you just see in the field like, oh, I'd really like to meet that guy. I grew up watching him or whatever. Or I love your music type of deal. Anyone that you want to meet? Um, I want to meet them all. I want to meet them all. Mulder? I know. I've, Mark? I know Mark. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I've, I've met a lot of them um, and got to know a, a few, um, but I'm, I'm all ears. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Um, I want to talk to you about you're a Long Beach Poly guy, which is maybe like the biggest sports factory of a high school in right. the United States. 
Where, if you had to put like a, a Mount Rushmore, we'll call it, like top four products out of Long Beach Poly, what would be the top four? Ooh, good question. Um, Tony Gwen, yeah, baseball player for sure. Um, Doesn't have to be all athletes because you guys got a bunch of like Snoop entertainers. Dog, Snoop Dogg probably got to be. Uh, Cameron Diaz went to Long Beach That's Poly. That's crazy too. Um, Nate D O Double G. <laughs> You're probably a Nate Dog guy, right? Yeah, of course, <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, who else? Milton Bradley, who was a teammate of mine, uh, great baseball player. Uh, there's a ton of ton of guys. Huge football factory. Um, you know, good basketball program. Not the best baseball program, but it's getting better. Deshaun, yeah, Deshaun, Deshaun Jack. I mean, there's yeah. just a, a million of them out there. So there's just talent just in the water out there. Well, what's your goal with golf? Like, you're you're now retired. You're yeah. getting some time to play. You're playing a lot. Do you want to be scratch plus, contend and win all these things, or do you just want to kind of go out and enjoy it, have a good time? I'd like to continue to improve, and I don't know where that's going to go. Getting to scratch seems like a long way away, but I feel like I would put the time and effort into trying it. We'll see what happens. Um, but one thing that I do, I'm not good enough to really get angry at my at my yeah. bad shots yet. Once that starts happening, I think I might tone it That's back when you a become a real yeah. golfer. Well, I don't want to get the, angry. You don't want to? No. Well, there's a tough game for you then. <laughs> that's part of it. That's part of it. What's your strength? If you had to say, these are my best aspects of my game, these are my worst, what would it, it be? It depends on the day. One day the driver's working great and the, and the so iron So you are a golfer. Aren't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yesterday, hit the driver great couldn't hit my irons today i couldn't hit the driver and i hit my irons well it yeah. makes no no rhyme or reason i wish i knew you have, any, you have any tips welcome to no drink more you know right, forget it short memory be like a cornerback <laughs> just short memory 10 second memory go. be a goldfish yeah, gold, be put a gold it all past you. that's a good one be mm -hmm. a goldfish out there well we appreciate you coming on man enjoy it if not you can always fall back on that acting career yeah, right. you know what i mean i appreciate it all right good luck chase Thanks. All right, we got three-time ACC champion in the house with us here, a favorite on Golf Subpar podcast, the man-child, Mark Mulder. What's up, cracking, baby? Everything's good, How man. You I can't complain. You look good. look a little skinny. Stop working out. Yeah, a uh, week or two. Probably consumed too many drinks this week. I'll get back on it next that week. That can happen. Yeah, you can let yourself go for a <laughs> week or 10 days or so. All right, I was looking at the betting boards coming in. You're the third betting favorite this week behind Romo, Marty Fish, then you. You're a three-time yep. champ, though. Only one of those, I think. Is that disrespect for the guy? No. I, the last few years, I haven't played all that great. Uh, last year, I'd never been more confident leaving that driving range. And I was talking to myself, just saying, these guys have no chance. And two <laughs> holes in, I was like, oh, man, this isn't good. And I, I just kind of struggled. I hit everything to 30 feet. And then when I did hit it close, I'd miss the putt. It, it's just the way it goes. There's times also where I started the game and felt great. Three innings later, I got ice on my shoulder, and we're down 9 nothing. So... <laughs> This game is hard, man. It's it's not it's not what I grew up doing, but I, I love it. Yeah, I've had some great warm-up sessions and that would lead to horrible rounds yes. and vice versa. Yeah. There's no correlation there at all. But I mentioned the three guys that are at the top, you, Romo, Fish. If you had to go outside of that, that's everyone's looking at to win this thing. Give me a dark horse. Guy that's a little sneaky, but it's got the game to do it. Well, Smoltz. And I, yeah. I say that now, this course doesn't really fit him, and he's told me that. So he plays a little draw. A lot of these holes go left to right. But there is no one in this field who wants to win this more than he does. It, it kills him that he hasn't won, hasn't won this tournament. So I think he, there's times where he probably puts it on himself a little bit too much, and he admits that too. This is the major, dude. It, it is. Yeah. We, we only have a couple of these, and this is by far the biggest one. And we're all in it to win it. And like you said, there's just a few of us that the top four or five guys, if one of us plays really well, that one will win. It's just the way it is. But Smoltz by far is the one who wants to win this, who could be the one to do it. 
but he's good. Who knows? Yeah. He is good. Plays real tournaments. Yeah. Can, can peg it. Are you ner- like, You've won this thing three times, yeah. clearly. But are you nervous when you step on the first tee here compared to like a baseball game? Or no? Oh yeah, no. Because a lot I, of guys are really nervous. I, I was think. never nervous for a baseball game. I, I was anxious for it to start. So say it's a seven o'clock game. I'm there at the park at two, and you're just going, oh, five more hours, four more hours, like. And then I'd start my routine about two hours prior to game time. So then it starts going. But for me, the first tee shot, I'm still going to go tee it up. And I'm still going to be like that. But then once I get past that first hole now, I'm good. But you're like one of the, maybe the best player here. The guys well, that aren't as good and aren't coming here necessarily to win, but yeah. maybe just have a good time, they got to be like fish out of water freaking out on that tee. And, and then I talk to a lot of them about yeah. it. They're like, dude, what do, you, what do you do on these first few holes? Yeah. And then they actually get more nervous here on 16, 17, oh, 18, imagine. which I actually don't. Now I'm in my round. The only thing that's tough about 17 is that you will hit whatever club you choose. It will go further on this hole than you'll ever hit it at any time in your life. I have so much adrenaline on that tee box that I almost have to take a club or two less and then swing that and just trust it that it's going to go, it'll go far enough. Yeah, it's like 16 at, at TBC Scottsdale. Exactly. All those guys, every cat is like one less. Yeah. Whatever it is, one less because yeah. you're not used to having this all That's going. That's exactly right. Well, how is your game right now coming in? You said last year you walked off the range thinking yeah. no one's beating you. How are you feeling coming in? The last in? day or two that I've been here, I haven't hit it great, but leading up to this the prior month, I've been hitting it awesome. So. We spend a lot of time, you know, at Pine Canyon and the elevation, so that helps with yardages. It's about the same 7,000 feet, so I know how far each club is going to go, ish. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, it. We'll see tomorrow. Like I could go out in this pro-am this afternoon and shoot a 65. Doesn't mean anything. That's the problem. So you got to get it going on Friday, Saturday. But I'm, I'm just anxious to start. And now you got a little internal competition within your own family. Your son I coming know. up here, Xander, who I saw broke the glass in the glass competition yesterday in five seconds. Yeah. Tell me about this guy and how good he's coming up. Well, in the last couple of years, he's kind of become obsessed, So, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Um, we've been playing a lot more. But, yeah, yesterday I was supposed to go do a thing for the Golf Channel to break the glass. Next thing you know, my son talked his way into it, and it became a father-son competition. Of course. We both hit our first shot. We both missed. And before I even pull it back on my second shot, he broke it. Yeah, he's got a quick trigger. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I don't move quite as quick as he does. Nah. That's my that yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll go with that excuse. But, you know, it's fun. I got to go in two weeks. He's going to play at Pinehurst for the U.S. Kids uh, World Team Championship. And I got a caddy. So that'll be, it'll be nice and it'll cool be a down first. there, dude. It'll be fine. Yeah, I won't sweat You at can all. slim down finally. It'll be fine. I'll lose a little weight. Yeah, it'll be good. Sweat out some of these demons. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you? Is he like? Are you pushing him towards golf or, or baseball, or he, do you just, no, does he, he does he care? We kind of let him do what he wants to do. He he stopped playing baseball probably about six six months ago, maybe, which I'm fine with. He loves golf, you know. He's and good. If, a, if a kid loves something, yes, I'd love. To, I want to see all my kids play multiple sports. It's best for, I think, kids to do other things rather than just that one thing. But for right now, man, he's th- 13. It's cool that as can a dad all ch- to that see all- that. In a year or two, he might not even like golf anymore. Yeah. You know, and next thing you know, he's back playing something else. So that's the way I was as a, was as a kid. I always thought when I was little I was going to play basketball. You know, and, and then you slowly realize, hey, my feet and legs don't move like some of these <laughs> other guys. You know, so that that's the way sports go, and I just I just hope he enjoys whatever he's doing. Yeah, well, he's gonna have some good genetics to work with. <laughs> I'll say that. All right, you've won this tournament, uh, Stapleford System out here. You've won yeah. this tournament on the golf side. Yeah. If they were keeping score on the party side, just the guy that comes out here, Stapleford System, who's leaning, who's winning this thing on the party side for Ooh, the week? Boy, uh, there's some guys that like to go. There are. Derek Lowe would be up there. Uh, he'd be a contender. Um, uh, there's a handful of guys that aren't back in the tournament, 
the last few years, maybe, maybe they went too low away from the course. Can happen. Um, yeah, it, it happens. So maybe that's why they're not here anymore. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. There's a handful of guys, man. I mean, you see Kelsey and you see Mahomes and they're living life. There you go. They're living life more than I ever lived life. Let's put it that way. So I, I just love seeing the, the, all these young guys and the current players, uh, just how much energy they have. Yeah, I saw a couple last night in the casino that were vying for the title, <laughs> yes, for the early round, for the exactly. first round lead. They might be blowing it out a little too early. Exactly. Though. They might not be here to win the actual trophy. Exactly. But you got a guy here that's like, all right, you and Marty are mm -hmm. both very good players up there. Tony, you know, you guys are the ones that win and all this stuff. Do you have like a rivalry, a guy you want to beat more than anyone when you show up? I don't know. I mean, Friday, Marty and I are paired together again. Yes. We, we get paired every year these last handful of years in round one. And then obviously there's a good chance we're going to be paired possibly in round two or round three. So I just love playing with them because in my opinion, Tita Green, he probably hits it better than anyone else here. Um, just as far as the look, he's left-handed. He just has a, a great swing. In past years, the putting would always get him. Last year, obviously, he putted incredible. So, but just like all of us, that comes and goes. And so I, I just, I enjoy playing with him and Friday we're gonna have a good time. You like playing with the guy that's kind of the other favorite and see seeing it. what he's doing? You wanna see it, it's just like anything. I just, I don't care how great I play, I just wanna find a way to get into that final group on Sunday. Yeah. You just wanna Hang stare around. the guy in the eye, you just wanna be there to maybe, whether you're in first or third at that moment, be in that final group. That way you can maybe scare them a little on that front nine. Yeah. That, that's all you're looking to do. I like that they actually pair you all together because yeah. more likely than not, you, you know, both of you will be there on Sunday. Let's and now you get to so. feel each other out, a little, little match play scenario. All right. What do you value more in your athletic career, your three ACC titles or your one career dinger in the league? <laughs> oh, dinger. The dinger for yeah. sure, right? 100%. How far did this, it go? Uh, Bomb or just creep over? No, it was probably three, four rows deep to Solid. right center field. I can send you a video. I'm sure I can <laughs> find it. If you can dig one up. <laughs> if I can find one. Um, no, it was just one of those. I mean, I hit all through high school and college, and I could hit a little bit, but it was one of those when I hit it, like you didn't even feel it off the club or off the, off the bat. It, it just went, and I started just trotting. I knew I got Slowly, it. Yeah, Slowly, as slow as possible. It wasn't that slow, but it was a pitcher slow. Pretty slow, which you is know, pretty slow. I knew yeah. I got it, but... I thought it was actually going to go further than it did. Thought it was way gone? Yeah, yeah. I kind of did when I hit it. But <laughs> earlier in the game, I actually hit a double off the center field wall, which I hit better than the homer. But so when I hit the homer, it was like, oh, okay, that's not the center, so I'm good. Yeah, you were like Shohei Otani yeah. before him. Dinger, double in the same game? Not even close, but in my mind I was. Right, but we'll call it that. <laughs> we'll call it that. Oh, man. All right, well, we appreciate you coming on. Go yeah. get that fourth title, dude. Cool, man. Thank it's your, you. It's your time. Appreciate Thanks. it. All right, we got one of the funniest men in Hollywood with us today. You know him from a million different films. You also know him as the host of Holy Moly, Rob Riggle, the legend. Come on. Good to be with you, brother. Nice to see you again. <laughs> nice to see you again, too. Tell me a little about Holy Moly, because it looks like y'all have a blast doing that thing. We have, uh, it, thank you, and yes. we do. We have the most, we do have the most fun. Uh, Joe Testor is the, the best to work with because he is a legitimate sports announcer. Yeah. He, this is what he does. Mm -hmm. For 30, 40 years, he has been committed to the craft of calling sports. And then I interrupt then his you. life, <laughs> and I've messed it up completely now. Uh, but he's awesome to work with. When we're, watching the, uh, when we're watching the players out on the course, we're watching a monitor. So we're improvising. We're just playing. We're just two guys enjoying what we're seeing. That was going to be my next. Yeah. Is that all just like ad lib that, and you kind of know that it's mostly? There's no like, hey, run that back. I didn't like what I said or any of that. Sometimes there is that if we mispronounce a word or something. Yeah. But but for the most part, 
it's in the moment, we are there, we are responding to what we're seeing. Now, there's a bunch of interstitials, they call them, where we, uh, uh, I, I think I, I got I, that word right. You lost me there, right. but we'll keep going. Uh, but basically, um, the, there is scripted stuff. There's a lot of scripted right. stuff, but it's like, hey, we're at Holy Moly, this is what's going on, and da 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 Fine. But we, uh, a lot of what Joe and I do is, is in the moment. And that's I think that's why it's so fun. It's because we enjoy each other and we enjoy watching the golfers. You need, as ABC, NBC, CBS, Golf Channel, anyone reached out and be like, dude, we need to get these guys at a real tournament. I think it would be good, dude. The, the answer is yes. Okay. So many people have, uh, have great, I'm very grateful, by the way. A lot of people have been out on social media saying, these two need to do, yeah. do this, 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 or whatever the sporting event or whatever the event. Any of them. I'll do the inauguration with Joe. I don't care. We're like, we'll have a blast. I promise. Whatever we're doing, so. that should be on the yeah. table. When they first, when they first brought this to you, you get, a, you, I'm sure you get a million offers to do different things. And they bring this concept I to you. That, I'm your I agent. wish that was the case. That's not. The Are case. you starving for roles right now? Yeah, you need some work. I, I eat what I kill, so I'm, I'm working. I'm hustling oh, every doing, day. Okay. So every, every comedian and actor is hustling. Even, even the A-listers. They're hustling too. Everybody's okay, hustling. The grind doesn't stop. The grind never does. There, there's no finish line in show business. I thought they would just trot like eight scripts in front of you, be like, no, no, shit, maybe, no, yes. God, I, I, I long for that day. I'll start repping you. We'll have a ton right, of different right, things. But when they happen. first put Holy Moly in front of yeah. you, you're like, hey, dude, here's the here's the concept. It's it's mini golf meets wipeout. Yeah. Were you immediately like, wow, that sounds great, or like, oh my god, is this a real? No, I was. Could this I really was, work? I was instantly intrigued. Okay. I was like, oh yeah, so. Like, are we going to shoot them with paint guns? Are we going to light them on fire? That's a good idea. Are we going to elect it? No, how, how, where are we going? What's the limit? And they said, stand by. We'll see what happens. So I was in. I was in from the beginning. And it's worked. And it's, it has worked. Have you done any of the courses? Have you ever gone out and done, like, tried to, <laughs> tried to get through them? No. Here's, I, it's easy for me to sit in the booth and laugh at me. Yeah. So much harder for me to get out there. There's some hard. I, I've walked all the holes. Yeah. Because we go out and we look at them, we get a feel for them yeah. and stuff. But I've never competed on them. I've never done them. I've looked at the distances and stuff, and I've been like, I would be so in the water. Yeah. In two seconds, I've watched. I've stood in front of the spinning blades on Dutch Courage. I'm like, I'll never make it through this in a There's million years. There's some of those that could. Uh, you could walk out of there a little. Wounded. I actually think a really great episode would be Joe and I. Doing it? Competing. Completely agree. Bring in some other dudes yeah, yeah. And, and commentate you guys. <laughs> exactly. You should, are you out here recruiting at all? There's got to be some. You know, there's some talented folks out here. You got some boys out, out yeah. here. There's some, there's, I got a lot of good guys out here that I could I could count on to do it. So, yeah. This is the, this is the, the, the rich grounds <laughs> yes, for, for recruitment right here. Yes, it is. Um, you played a lot of likable, really funny characters in movies. I feel like you're kind of the guy, you come in and bam, the movie lights up and things like that. When people see you out in public, are they expecting to get like the same, like the pow or the in the face guy? Yeah, I think a lot of uh, uh, this is this is a curse for comedians. Yeah, is people expect them to be on all, all the, time, the time, and it's just impossible. It's 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 impossible. It's impossible. You run out of juice. Well, you just can't. You know, you just can't entertain everybody all the time unless you're manic, and then God bless you. Uh, but uh, it's it's impossible. So. Yeah, it happens sometimes. They want that. And What's the most common like line or catchphrase you get from one of your movies <laughs> when people see you? Is there one that gets you all that? I get, I get pow yeah. a lot. I get in the face. I get not up in here. Not up in, yeah, yeah. that's a good one. I get the uh, effing <laughs> Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. All these are great, by you the way. You got a lot. I, mean, I do. The, the thing that scares me, though, is when I'm at the uh, in line at the airport and someone goes, pow, pow, you know, and I'm <laughs> Jesus. like, Jesus, what the? <laughs> so it's, you know. TSA, yeah, what the hell exactly. are you, about? They sneak up Do on you. That's, that's, that's off-putting. <laughs> Do your job. Good, yeah. um, what's the biggest difference between 
actually, another question. When you see these scripts and you got the power, the in the face or the Catalina, do you know as soon as you read it, like, well, this is going to be the one. This is going to be the one dudes are yelling at me at the airport. Well, I came up doing improv and sketch comedy at the UCB Theater in New York, the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York. And uh, I was very blessed that I had the best teachers in the world. I had Amy Poehler, Matt Besser, Matt Walsh, Ian Roberts. Yeah. I had the best teachers in the world. So whenever I go into a movie or a television show, I improvise a ton. And uh, a lot of those phrases are just improvised phrases. And so um, I don't know when I read the script. A lot of times I'll read the script and I'm like, I, this character, I can have a lot of fun with this character because I know this guy. I know how to heighten him. I know how to make him a bigger jerk or a bigger uh, whatever. Yeah. So. Like frat guy or whatever it yes. is. So do you because have... comedy is all about heightening. It's all about heightening reality. You heighten it. So you have if you have a jerk blanche? boss, you take a jerk boss and you make him a make super, him jerk super jerk boss. Yeah. So you have carte blanche, like read the thing, be like, all right, I'm going to go from here to yeah. here, what, and kind of tweak it. And still stay believable. Still stay, because, you know, anybody can go off the charts. You can yeah. go to 10, but then there's nowhere else to go from there. Yeah. So it's 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 keeping it in a believable space, but then making it. But amplifying but it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Sure. So. With all the, like, awesome movies, all the fun movies, they look all like they're fun to make. Yeah. What's the most fun you've ever had on a project? Oh, man. I mean, Step Brothers is up there. Yeah. Because uh, we were all improvisers. We all came from the same background school, or school. Yeah. So we knew how to play and we knew how to riff and we knew how to just make things happen in the moment. And, and if someone added lines or said something that wasn't in the script, we just, we knew how to react to it and we knew how to play with it. And we knew where they were going with it. Uh, so Step Brothers, uh, that happened to Step Brothers. Other guys, it happened in other guys. 21 Jump Street, it happened in 21 Jump Street and The Hangover. So, do you have? A, I gotta imagine like the outtakes from some of these things when you guys are trying not to laugh or making each other laugh. Gotta be some of the best stuff. Do you guys keep all that? And, like, uh, yes. Is that anywhere? To if, be you look seen? At, if you look at the bloopers on Step Brothers, it, it's it's so much fun. I had tears coming down my eyes at the Catalina wine mixer because my character Randy is just a total liability to yeah. anybody. Anybody in Randy's life, he's a liability. And so Will Ferrell's character Brendan, I'm supposed to be his boss, right? Right. And I'm busting his beans. I'm always making his life hell. But I come up and I congratulate him on pulling off the Catalina wine mixer. And then I say, I don't know what it is about your face, right? This is <laughs> yeah, all because yeah. we were, basically it was mess with them. That was it, just yeah. compliment him, but don't make it a compliment. Like really make his life hard. So I was like, I don't know what your face is bothering me. Yeah. And I don't know what I want to do about it. And Will is the best in the business. So he, think about if your boss came to you and said that. Yeah. All you could do is re react in a really sincere, honest way and be like, okay, all I can do is take that in and try to work on it. And, you know, like, yeah. what you cause you're not gonna say, screw you, you're not gonna do that. You're yeah, gonna you're like, gonna have to, yeah, you're gonna, like, in the real line. life, like, that's why he's the best in the business, cause he was like, well, I'll, I'll work on that. And I'll try to go, shut up, cause I, you're, everything you say makes me wanna hit you harder. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. we did all these takes. So there was one where I did that. There was one when I asked him, how do I get a body off an island? And he was like, is everything okay? I go, what are you writing a book? Yeah, Just what, answer what my question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me out. You know, yeah. How do you get a body off an island? You know? yeah. So we did all these takes that are, you know, are on the cutter room floor. And the one that made the show was the one where I, or the movie that was the one where I wanted to punch they me. They ask you like which one of these you guys think is the best no, or they, they just that's take the, the one that's or the they have all that. Even if you liked one more, yes. oh, you should have used that one. Oh, try, that happens all the time. There's ones the actors love yeah. and then the director and the producer get to make the choice. Let's talk a little golf. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your, your golf game right now. We need handicap, how often you're playing, oh. all that. Not playing near enough, that's always the case, right? It's feast or famine. I, sometimes I'll play five times in a month. Sometimes I won't play for two months. It just it all depends on schedule. 
Uh, again, I eat what I kill. So right. some, if I get a gig, I take the gig and then yeah. I, I'm out of golf. Uh, I got a laundry list of excuses on why my body Good. hurts. Smart. and I want A keep matrix of excuses on why my <laughs> game isn't where it should be. So I like to keep that intact. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the good thing I learned about playing, because I've played in this tournament now for six or seven years. The thing I've learned is uh, nobody cares about my golf game. Just you. <laughs> they, they don't care how I play the game. They just want to know if I'm having fun. And then they want to see me having fun. And so I, I, I let go. The first year I was like, oh, I mean, I yeah. grip pressure 10. You know, uh, I was stressing over every shot. Every putt was, a, it was the masters. Give me a break. Nobody cares. No one. No one cares. They just want to just have they fun, just have interact, fun. do all so, that. You're the best. So a couple beers, a couple vodka tonics, we're golden. There you go. Smart man. Who's the guy? I've got to think you're probably this guy for a lot of people who show up like, oh, I want to hang out with Rob. He's good energy. He's fun. Yeah. Who's the guy when you show up here that you don't see a lot? You're like, oh, I can't wait to see that guy again. Oh, there's so many. Because it is kind of a, a group that's, they show up, you know, it's the same group every year, yeah. usually with, you know, six or seven, maybe 10 changes. Um, Jay DeMarcus from Rascal Flats. Uh -huh. We have the best time playing together. I don't know what it is. Sometimes you just click with people. He and I have the best time playing together, mainly because we relax each other and we don't care. All right, on the same uh, wavelength. Larry the Cable Guy, always a blast to play with, always fun, love him. Um, and then I always like, when I get to play with athletes that I admire, that I never get an opportunity to spend yeah. time with. Today I played with Patrick Mahomes. What, what? Yeah. And Travis Ever Kelsey. heard of him? And Travis Kelsey. I'm from Kansas City. Probably one of the greatest days of my life. Yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I have You've kids. had some other I've good had kids. Ones. We, you know, uh, I love them too. Oh, I love you. But Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> Travis Kelsey. You got to know him like a little while back. Didn't you go play his event in Hawaii or something like that? You guys I did. have kind of befriended each we other. Have, yeah? We have. We've played here a couple times at yeah. the Tile. And uh, uh, he's been a great supporter of my charity event in Kansas City. I try to support his charity event, which we did out in Kona this year. Um, so yes, I've been fortunate enough to get to befriend him. Is he as nice as advertised? Like yes. you see him in interviews and things like that. And sometimes you don't know whether like, all right, they know the camera's on and then you see him in real life and they're not that way. He seems like authentic. He's genuine. He's absolutely genuine. And same thing with Travis Kelsey. Uh, they're, they're very genuine guys. Uh, and I've been around everybody uh, in this business and <laughs> in this tournament. And uh, they're the real deal. They're really yeah, great guys. And he's guys. good at everything, too. He's one of those guys. I think you could give him a ping pong paddle and he'd figure well, it out here's in the 10 thing. seconds. That's the thing. He, uh, he wills things, things into existence. He wills the secret. Them, he wills them into existence. I, I've seen him do it. He stepped up to a par three in Kona, and he goes, I'm going to birdie this. And he did because he willed it into existence. The he, money was on the line, but he does better weird. under pressure. It's, he's used to doing it. Fourth quarter, yeah. down whatever, and yeah. he's got the ball. It's last like, year, we, we, last year we had money on the line. We were playing a game here. Um, it was either the first day of the tournament. I think it was the first day of the tournament last year. I was beating him through 15 holes, right up to here. We came down 16. I went double, double, double. Perfect. Finished like a champion. Finished like a champion. <laughs> he went like par birdie par and won he took all the money and i was uh, all the way up until then it was match, it was match play i had him and then that's he comes in through in the fourth quarter he comes through in the end he's used to probably wasn't sweating bullets coming down the final fuels of this when he's got a super bowl under his you know yeah probably not the biggest deal he had the life. ring and honestly i think like uh, literally a day or two before he signed the big contract so he was like 
if that can't, if that doesn't take the nerves off from you signing for whatever that number yeah. was, which was large, was then large. I think, yeah, that makes four footers yeah. become a little bit easier. Yeah, he was he was walking on sunshine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. We're well, gonna have another shot at getting him this week. Best of luck to you. Thank you Thank so you. much for the time, my brother. Yeah, good Appreciate to see you. It. You yeah, too. Absolutely. All right. Well, Slays, like I said, arguably my best work I've ever done here on Golf Subpar. Great job by you sitting down with all these guys. How much fun was that being up in Lake Tahoe? Dude, it's the best. You got I know you had to work th that week. Um, next year, we got to maybe take the week off, do whatever you need to do, because I don't know where you were, but it ain't as fun as Tahoe. I'll tell you that. The interviews are fun. Everybody's in pretty much a, a really chill mood. A lot of them there just to hang out, you know, hit some shots and, and have a good time. The casino scene at night is worth being at. Uh, there's a lot of action going down in there, but it's, I mean, the weather's perfect. Everything's good. You, you got to be there next week because it is a it is a time. I'll say that. You're you're telling me Lake Tahoe is more fun than the John Deere? Was that, yeah, I couldn't Illinois. remember where you were. <laughs> Come on. Molina, Tahoe, ah, tomato, tomato. It's it's a toss-up there, but you can – there's some dudes that like to go, put the pedal down out there, and uh, I was trying to keep up as best I could, but uh, it's fun, bro. We got to go next year for the full for the full lot. Yeah, I know our guys at Travis Matthew took good care of you there. You got to hang on on the party bus. I mean, is there a better bus on the planet than the Travis Matthew bus? No, dude, it's the best spot imaginable. We're coming right off. The, they had two of them out there. One was on 17T. The one we were on is on the walk from 17 Green to 18T. They had the hoop set up there. If you saw, like, Steph Curry, Seth Curry, all the guys that were shooting the shots going by, that that's exactly where that was. And then, um, you know, you get guys like Justin Timberlake walking by, and it's like the president of the United States. I mean, the security <laughs> detail for a couple of these dudes. I was like, I dare someone, go try to touch Justin Timberlake right now and see yeah. what happens. I mean, guys in, like, bulletproof vests looking like they're coming straight from a war zone out there. I was like, Jesus, all right, don't go near Justin. Well, listen, you mentioned that we both need to be there next year, but forget doing interviews. We need to get big time enough so we can play in this thing. Yeah, what's the – define That's celebrity. The define – we need to get a, a strict definition on that. Uh, because, yeah, we, uh, the course is built for us, bro. Just got to hit it straight and then hit wedges. We would be uh, solid. Sold. I can do that. Yeah, we will be I'm solid. I'm in on that. But great job with the interviews. That's really, really cool. So, we're heading off to Memphis this week. We're going to be sitting down with quite a few players. Lucas yes. Glover, Brian Harmon. We got Miss Amanda Balionis. Join us for an interview and some a few others. We're going to be working hard out there at the WGC. Back on our grind. We're hitting the road. We're going to book a lot of these for you coming forward. Those will all be coming up shortly. Cole, I'm in Memphis right now. I just got here last night. You'll like this, dude. So I'm coming in from Kansas City for the golf tournament, right? Uh, it takes me a long time to get here, but I finally get into Memphis. I'm getting in an Uber. I'm finally headed to my hotel. It's like 1030 at night. I'm gassed. I'm wiped, you know, from the whole day. I get in the Uber and I, I put my clubs in. I put my bag in. And I, I sit down and like, you know, a minute or two in the driver's like, so you're here for the golf tournament? And I'm like looking at my phone or whatever. I'm not paying much attention. I'm like, oh, yeah, dude, just in town for the golf tournament for the week or whatever. And so it stops for a second. He's like, oh, when's your caddy get in? And I kind of pop up. And I'm like, oh, this dude thinks I'm playing in this bitch. So I was like, okay. So I was like, immediately, I was like, I'm going to pretend to be someone. I don't know who it is yet. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, my caddy normally doesn't, I don't, I don't make him get in until Tuesday. I'm a day early. I'm just going to do a little practice tomorrow. And then he shows up and he's like, so he doesn't travel with your clubs. And I was like, no, I brought him this time. Normally he does. As soon as he gets here, I don't carry him anywhere. Dude, I make my caddy do everything and blah, blah, blah. We start talking about the tournament the entire week. And when I get out, He's like, uh, all right, Drew, I'll be looking for you this week. And I was like, oh, no, that's, that's just my name I use for Uber. I'm actually, my name's Max Homa. He's like, oh, okay. He's like, all right, Max, well, good luck this week. I was like, yeah, dude, be looking for me near the top, man. I don't think anybody can beat me and all this. Stuff. He's like, all right, yeah, I'll be, I'll, absolutely, Max, good luck this week. Nice to meet you, bro. So God, somewhere out there, 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 there's an Uber driver looking for you, Max. 
I hope he shows up and goes up to Max and be like, oh, remember me? I drove you the other night. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Who the hell are you, bro? Get out of here. Man, you're uh, way uglier good. than I remembered you in my Uber. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, well, Sleeve, uh, it's time to get to the gambling part. We had this week off. We got to rest and refresh, put our, get our minds right. And now with FanDuel, we're going to start making our picks for the week. We got our one and done, and we're going to use all the odds from FanDuel for when we make our gambling selections. The only place to bet. Absolutely, dude. All right, I, th- I believe. Well, should we check in with producer Mark here? Get a little update on the standings. You have the you have the honor. There's no doubt about that. Um, but if you want to go over the standings, yep. and uh, the lead as we restart here is one million two hundred sixty thousand five hundred and eighty-seven dollars in the honor. Yes. Okay. All right. All You're right. still within a winner's check. That's that's the you know that's the zone I got to try to get out of. Well, shockingly, with the sleazy man FanDuel pick of the week, I'm going to go with the guy, been okay around this joint, Daniel Berger, okay? Yeah, two-time winner around here, 2016, 2017, runner-up last year. And when you look at, like, his biggest tournaments coming in, seventh at the U.S. Open, eighth at the Open Championship, he just seems like he's got it figured out, and he's going back to a place that's, I mean, I think if he could pick a place to play and, and get his best odds, it would be, TPC Southwind, so no surprise. I've been saving him. Daniel Berger, stand step right up. All right, I like that pick a lot. He's going off at twenty-two to one at FanDuel, which is pretty nice odds for a guy who has that kind of track record. I'm going with the favorite. I've been ice cold. If I bring this man down, it could get a little awkward. But he's going off at eleven to one at FanDuel. I'm going with Brooks Kepka. He's won around this golf course. It's a big time tournament. He's a big time player. Why not go with Brooks Kepka? Yeah, absolutely. You're only 1.2 behind. I mean, there's a big there's a big person this one. I, at least no matter what, we're both getting checks this week, which hadn't been the case uh, throughout the season. So we'll both be no getting cuts, paid. Problem. That is going to be a nice one. But uh, yeah, it's it's crunch time, dude. This is it. Fourth quarter. Hold those fours up. We got to go now. So you know the deal. But uh, yeah, if you can drag Brooks down, then you're on a special type yeah. of cooler right now. Just two weeks left before the FedEx Cup playoff starts. So I need a miracle. But hey, you know, you never know. Miracles I'm going to stay happen. positive. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you go check out all those odds at FanDuel. I'll give you a few other guys I like based on their odds. You mentioned Daniel Berger, 22 to 1. I'm a little concerned about picking guys that are coming from the Olympics just with the jet lag and being tired in such a long week. But with these odds and this golf course, I really, really like Joaquin Neiman going off at 41 to 1. Things of, first off, most golf courses are great for him. And Abe Answer, also 41 to 1. Some nice value there over at FanDuel. Abe Answer is just a machine. He's, he's going to win something big soon. He's going to win something, period. I mean, he hasn't mm-hmm. won on the PJ Tour yet, but it's going to happen. But those are two guys with a little better odds that I really, really like over at FanDuel. Yeah, I was, I'm was. i very high on Abe Answer as well. Completely agree with you. His time is coming. One other guy I would throw into the mix that just hasn't played golf in a long time or bad golf in a long time, Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, mm-hmm. Doesn't play, you know, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't play all the time on the PJ Tour, but seems to never really play bad, especially of late. So I think he's a, a very good uh, value over there at FanDuel as well. So check him out. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us, Lee. Hope everyone has a great week, and we'll talk to you on next week's Golf Subpar.